there. This one, he said, guiding her gaze with a nod of his head toward the bookstore on their right. They had been mingling with the holiday crowd at this mall for about a half an hour, and she was enjoying the people watching and window shopping so much she had almost forgotten why he'd brought her there in the first place. Almost. The collar she wore under her turtleneck and the small, tight bands on her nipples didn't let her forget. Neither did the look in the eyes of the man who had just spoken to her, her lover, her master. He'd been looking for the right setting for his plans for the day, but as she didn't know what he had in mind, she wasn't quite sure of the meaning of his words. He stopped her with a hand on her wrist and guided her toward the nearest bench, indicating with a nod that she was to sit. She was careful to lift her skirt so that her skin was directly on the bench, as she did so, flinching a little at the first touch of cool stone against her bottom. If her eyes had not been respectfully lowered, she would have caught his small smile at her movements. He moved her very close and stood there for a few seconds, letting her feel his presence, then sat and turned her face to him with a finger under her chin. I want you to go into the bookstore, pet, and choose a book from the shelves in front of the register, from the bottom shelf. Be sure that the young man you see there in the black shirt is behind the register and not waiting on anyone at the time. And pet, when you take the book, do not bend at your knees. This was said in a low, husky tone as he leaned forward to place a small kiss near her ear. The gentleman on the other side of the bench smiled to himself at her soft gasp, thinking it was for a kiss he had just seen her receive. Her jacket had hidden her master's hand well, and the man didn't see the fingers that pinched her nipple unexpectedly. The pinch and his words caused her eyes to fly to his. A stammered master escaping her lips before she could stop it. Ah, he said quickly, placing a finger on her lips and shaking his head side to side slowly. She quickly fell silent, lowering her eyes to the fingers she nervously twinted and untwined her lap. You know the rules for the day, pet, and you know that you have just broken one of them. To remind you how serious I take them, you will now have another action to your little display. When you bend to retrieve the book, I want your legs spread, and I do mean spread wide, little one. He was pleased when she didn't protest again, murmuring only a soft, yes, master. This was her first public scene, and he knew she was very nervous, yet he'd seen the excitement in her eyes. This morning, as he'd explained a very small part of what he wanted from her today, while carefully choosing the clothing she would wear for their little game. The dark green suede skirt clung nicely to her bottom and was just short enough that it would afford a nice view of her treasures in certain positions, yet modest enough not to attract unwanted attention otherwise. The dark brown turtleneck was perfect complement to her dark hair and eyes and was tight enough to display her shapely breasts. He was glad he'd had her purchase the bra that left her nipples bare 
as he now ran the back of his fingers over the tiny hills they made in her shirt. Her intake of breath told him she was nervous, but ready. Now, my pet, give me your coat. Standing, she quickly shrugged out of the soft leather coat and handed it to him. He stood back and looked over her appraisingly. She felt herself growing moist and aroused under his gaze. Her nipples hardened even more to sharp points and her breathing quickened. She couldn't believe what he was asking her to do, but it would please him and she would do anything to please him. He brushed a lock of her hair back over her shoulder so it didn't conceal her breasts. Then he turned her by the shoulders and whispered into her ear, I'll be watching, little one. Even as his hand ran between their bodies up her leg to stroke the lower part of her bare buttocks, she stepped quickly away and toward the store. The clerk was busy at the shelves with a customer, so she browsed for a few minutes in the front of the store, distractingly running her eyes over the glossy jacket covers, but processing nothing. She could feel his eyes on her. When she glanced at him, he winked at her, then nodded toward the young clerk. So she made her way closer to the boy. She was directly behind him, looking over some titles, when he stepped back and bumped into her, dropping two books he'd held in the process. Mumbling apologies, he bent over to retrieve them, only to freeze halfway, crouched as he was confronted with four-inch black stiletto heels and shapely legs encased in black silk stockings only inches from his face. Trying to gather his composure along with the books, he scooped them up and stood awkwardly, his glance everywhere but on her face. She smiled a slow smile at him and turned her back to the shelves, but not before letting her gaze drop to the bulge he noticed in his peppy pleated slacks. He blushed, almost scarlet, and forgetting his customer, almost charged to the front of the store and behind his protective counter. The older woman he'd been assisting followed him, and he fumbled with the register until finally the woman was on her way with her purchases. Meanwhile, she was surprised to find that the brief encounter with the young clerk had left her aroused and not nearly as nervous about her coming to task as she had been. She slowly made her way to the front of the store again, catching the gaze of her master as she did. He was smiling, having witnessed the encounter, knowing her as he did. He was undoubtedly aware of its effect on her. She allowed herself a smile back before she turned her back on her unaware victim at the counter and started picking up and then discarding books on the top of the three shelves opposite the register. She could feel the clerk's eyes on her and had to admit she was a little nervous again as she bent slightly to examine the offerings on the second shelf. I can't do this, she thought in a moment of panic. Then she closed her eyes and pictured her master's face, remembering how he looked when he was so very pleased with her. He touched her then. She glanced quickly over her shoulder to be sure the clerk was watching. Then, taking a deep breath, she stepped to the side, spreading her legs wide, and bent completely over from the waist, holding this position a few seconds before reaching for the first book she saw. Just as her fingertips touched its spine, she heard a loud thump behind her. She snatched up the book quickly, standing and turning around, all in one motion. 
The clerk was staring at her, mouth agape, arms busy trying to steady the stack of books he'd been sorting so they didn't join the volume he'd dropped as he'd watched her skirt ride up her legs, showing him the first shaved woman's delight he'd ever seen. She stood there with the books in her hand, unable to move. Suddenly, she felt someone take the book from her and guide her forward to by the elbow. Here you go, my pet. Let me help you with this. The voice of her master broke her terrified trance, and she let him lead her forward toward the gaping boy. He acted with his usual self-assured confidence as he proceeded to pay for the book. He'd pried from her stiff fingers, waving away the bag the boy was trying to stuff the book into. Interesting choice of reading materials my pet made today, don't you agree? He'd asked the young man. Only then did she realize that the shelves he had directed her toward containing information on sexuality, and the one her nervous fingers had found was called The Submissive Woman. She wasn't sure who was a deeper shade of red, her or the clerk, as her master led her back into the mall, chuckling to himself.